This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Dot com slash Yanks. Today is April 16th. The Yankees do not win the series, but they do not lose the series. They do salvage the series, split it two to two, win the last two. Let's talk about it. Let's talk. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. My co-host Jake is here with me. Parts of him, BBD producer is here. It's brought to you by SeatGeek, Cody Yanks. Now, I do want to give just a warning right away. Uh, Jake sounds like he <laughs> swallowed and is, and is in the process of regurgitating gravel. And it's not a joke. And that's what his voice sounds like. And uh, here he is. How you doing, Jake? If this is your first Yankees episode, <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I've lost my voice. It's a nightmare. Uh, and I'm going to have no voice for the next week or so because we have a big warehouse event coming up. So the only way I can really get a voice out is I do the manager from Major League. So I might have to talk like this the whole episode. So, yeah, life is pain. Excited to be here, Jim. Glad it's a four burn episode. <laughs> Just crazy that that's the voice. Uh, but yeah, How are there's you? um. How are you, Jim? I'm doing. I'm doing well. I I was really really sick yesterday. This morning, just like allergies, like a quick like cold. Like I was at the game Friday night, and on the way home, I was like, "Katie, I'm. I think I'm really sick. I'm mm. sorry. Like I think I'm gonna be a baby tonight and tomorrow. Okay. I have the chills like crazy." I had a bit of a cold and then today I woke up and I was not feeling great. And then I just, I just literally mentally said, I'm not sick. And I've been acting like that all day and it's halfway working. It's going to crash and burn soon, but I am excited about the Yankees and the way they finish the series. And the stat that I love the most right now is that they are eight and eight. They are, they have eight wins in eight games where they faced losing the series. And you brought that up. Last episode or a couple episodes ago when they were they were six for six or whatever. And, and Kay brought it up before this game started or during the game. That's a cool stat when you win series right now. They didn't win this series. It's a four game set. They should have won it, in my opinion. Maybe mm -hmm. the twins think they should have won it their way. But uh, at least we are still undefeated on record day. We have left every team that has come to play. The Yankees has left. Mm. or the Yankees have left uh, on a loss. So when the teams wave goodbye to the Yankees, the Yankees are waving as the most recent victor. And that's a good feeling. Jim, we've told people and people that have been with us for now six years and know that this isn't my real voice. 
know that record day wins are special. It changes the whole episode because it just happened and it's baseball. Yeah. So yeah. like it's huge. And this game today was Cole kind of knew what was going on because that with the injury stuff and, and, and the roster man and the yeah. bullpen it's, um, it's, it's scary. If they were not winning, it would be very yes. spooky. Yes. What's going on right now. What'd you say? Yes, dude. It's yeah. they're walk, they're walking a tightrope act. So and it's working, we have, but it's scary. we have some we have a lot of things we want to talk about with Boone and we just want to talk about it. and like our group chat was texting about. And I'm like, we can get lost in a rabbit hole about tons of things. Like we could make this injury report an hour long, I think, just on like what does this mean and how are they gonna play this and how are they gonna play that? And then you have the Herman stuff and um just some other decisions. And we have Boone coming on in two days. So if we don't get into everything on this yeah. episode and we don't deep dive into all the kind of uh, extras, there's a lot that we could. So we're going to try and keep it tidy because also Jake doesn't have a voice. I can't. Talk. I got a family barbecue going on upstairs and we're going to recap the four games, probably the last three, if we're being honest, and give out our awards and stuff. Um, so. We'll get to it in, in future apps and especially with Boone. The, what we do need to do is a, a tidy injury report. Dude, there's a lot going on. It's like hard to keep up with. It was like the first time I needed like injury notes. It is, man. It's a it's a lot to keep up with. So I'll try my best to run through the gamut and then feed you some quick reactionary uh, audio bites so you can not keep talking what like that. Mean? You got Burns coming up. We got to save you a little bit. <laughs> the bad news is Giancarlo Stanton goes on the IL. Yeah. They sent him on the IL before even sending him for the MRI. He hit that double, which everyone thought was a home run. K got got big time on it, but so did like everyone. Boone said he was celebrating it and then realized he needed to pinch run Stanton. And they showed uh, G when he got to second. He did the little like yeah. uh, Jack Black uh uh, school of rock, let's rock, let's rock running finger yeah. steps. He was like, yo, need someone. Um, so he came up with a hamstring after that. Uh, Kay was hammering 39% of his time in pinstripes has been on the IL. Yeah. And it seems like it's going to be a lingering one. We've dealt with this a lot with Stan. Um, really, really bummer. Like, like, I, it's not a shocker. It's just a bummer because he was hitting the ball so hard. And him, Stanton, him, Rizzo, and Judge were all hitting the ball so hard. And I was like, man, this is the longest yeah. I think we've had the three of these all going. Uh, something was bound to happen, and and Stan goes down. So uh, I'll just lay out the whole scenario. Donaldson's coming up back on Wednesday. Right. The Yankees have off day Monday. They have a game Tuesday. So they called up Oswaldo Peraza to replace Stanton. But Boone said on MLB Network or whatever radio station that is with Duquette, I believe, that Oswaldo is going to go back down when Donaldson Oswald Oswald. Sorry. He's going to go back. Peraza is going to go back down when Donaldson is off the IL. Rookies only have five options. You can only send the guy up and down, make him ride the bus five times. So now they've used one of them for nothing, um, which is not like the Yankees. And I don't know what that means for Peraza. Like, 
do they not care about this kid or do they really think whatever we had to burn one for you didn't have to bring him up right it's really odd how they're why they did that why they burned that option unless he somehow Mm. does stay up and things change i don't i don't think he stays up i i i think they're gonna do uh He's going to go back down. I don't think they're going to play him at all. And, oh, my God, what just happened Whoa. in your room? You just look horrified. Are you okay? That looks mortifying. Jimmy? What are you, what are you watching? What oh. are you swinging at? Swinging at something. Oh, my God. <laughs> What's happening? On the audio only. You guys got to check out the YouTube on <laughs> And on this is this my app. voice. Jimmy, this is Jake's voice. Jimmy just left the room. Chasing a bug or a dragon or something. I have no Could voice. Could be a bird. He's still out of the room. Like there was. We're live. He's back. He's caught something. Oh, that's a. Oh my god! Looks like god. a big old bee. <laughs> Holding by the wing. If you're audio only. Is that's this, a big guy. That's the biggest bee I've ever seen. Jimmy, are we okay? Dude, this thing's the size of my nose. Where'd that come from? That's so big. Dude, I don't know. And if there's more of them, I'm fucking... We're out. Terrified. I mean, big series. And to have this going on. Uh, Jimmy's Look. out. <laughs> Looking for more bees. Ba- <laughs> Do, should I, should we you bring a, it back to you? Are you okay? I'm okay. I don't know where it came from. And that's the biggest, like... I've ever seen. Stan being hurt. Yeah, the, Stan being hurt makes you have some thought processes that you don't want to have about Stan because that 39% is a big number and we love Stan and he's performed when he's out there. But man, yeah, it really it puts things in perspective that you're just like, damn, man, this guy's going to get hurt every year. So that, that stunk. And then, yeah, Peraza, I, I think they don't want to play him and just send him back down because I think, I think the Yankees are scared of, like, if Peraza has a four-for-four four day in his one start, that fans are like, ooh, more Peraza. So I, I, don't, think, old, I don't think we see him. The old call-up Anduhar effect. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't, I don't think they should start Peraza either. But then it's like, why would you burn? Why would you burn? They, they, they like, had – other options, and this will be the bulk of, I think, what we talked to Booney about on Tuesday. But like, they could have, like, Donaldson doesn't necessarily need a rehab stint before coming back. They could have kept us in the dark on Stanton one more day, like they kind of always do, and, they, and just waited. Right, like they didn't use the bench today, come. and you could have not used. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right, Beauty. Like this, this didn't. It's very odd. I don't know how much that's worth asking yeah. about because they could just be like, well, we're just being safe. But yeah. It's just not the way the Yankees have done things the last six years. It's we're walking a tightrope with Peraza that we don't know if the Yankees love him or hate him. And this is a clue. And we don't know what that means yet. Like, they burnt his option for the year, too. So, like, does that mean they were going to call him up? They are planning on calling him up anyways this year, so they burnt the initial one. Or do they not worry about his options anymore, which means you care about him? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 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 It's part of it is like, are they, is he getting the Clint treatment? Like, what is this? Do they not like this kid? I just got a missed call from Joe's McFly. Should I 
I mean, we've already been derailed pretty hard. Okay, we tried to say we, we'll keep this one straight, but answer the Joe's call. Okay. And I'll I'll keep us going a little bit. If they needed a move that wasn't... They had op- other options. Uh, congratulations, congratulations on the on hitting puberty. Uh, put down the new ports, Pop. See you later. I mean, yeah. I deserve that. I deserve yeah. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> The other, the other thing is the roster is just super funky, man. Yes. And then this is this is the conversation we need to have on a midweek episode. But like, what are they doing? At what point can I tell Booney like, what are you guys doing with yeah. this bench? Like, what are you doing? You have nothing that you like. <laughs> uh, Franchi. He's you... not a bench player right, right now. Right. But and they like Franchi, and that's fair. He's earned that. But like, other than that, yeah, they have, like, I mean, Hicks. Talk about him later. Maybe not even worth it at this point. Yikes. IKF has one hit, yeah. and 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 a and a shaky glove. The catcher, sure, that's that's a situation. And then like Willie Calhoun, you barely, what, you guys, you don't have a bench. We know how the Yankees treat April. And if you're going to have these kind of guys on the roster, you're setting yourself up for a tricky situation. Like, one of these guys should be on the roster. Not all of them. <laughs> like, it it should have been Franchi, and he's starting to hit, and you're like, okay, I, I like this. The, the Yankees did something good. Instead, it's like, what? Willie Calhoun doesn't really have a position, <laughs> uh, and he's... <laughs> His hitting numbers the past five years ain't been great. Um, IKF we've talked about a lot, and Hicks. I mean, it's it's hitting a sad, rude way to treat veterans. Part like with him, but there's no like pizzazz or scare off the bench. Like they have, they have no one that's going to come in, and even like Tilo and be like, all right, he's going to grab right. us some bases. That's his role. <laughs> they have no one. Like um, maybe um, I don't know Edwin or um, Matt Carpenter at that points last year. Like when they initially got him, like here's some lefty thump. Like they got, they have nothing. Their bench right now is just like a dark closet that they're hiding people in. The guys on your bench should have a skill set. Like oh, this guy's nasty defensively, but he's not a good hitter. That's why it doesn't start. Or like hey. This guy mashes lefty pitching. So when a lefty yes, comes in, yes. they put him in. None of the guys have like a skill. Have, like, skill. The main, have a main yeah. skill. Yeah, they don't have like a one out of five. Be- like best we've got is like IKF as a pinch runner. They haven't used him as that. <laughs> and he's not I mean, a T-Lo kind of runner. Out more than, um, he, he's not a T-Lo runner. He's, that's just the best we've got with this group. I mean, I, I serious question: Would you pinch it? Would you pinch run IKF for Rizzo? Uh, not, not to steal a base, like to score first to home on a double. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like Rizzo okay. hits a double. You need it to, and he'd be the go-ahead run, and then it ninth. would need to be the ninth, eighth or ninth inning, then. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I could talk about this. For a while, if you want to just go to like um, the Yankees baseball reference page and sort by plate appearances and you're just going to be like, what are we doing? I 
I hope there's a point. If they're not playing them right, then make them have something off the bench that you that helps you. Yeah. If- I I hope there's a point this season that we look back and we're like, whoa, like whoa, like these guys were starting regularly. Like again, Franchi seems neat. I get it. Exit Velo. You know, career MLB numbers aren't that bad, but like you can't have this <laughs> and i think it's part of there you can do this in april let's find out but no man like if we yeah well you know what last year they were starters and we were talking about them at least we've moved a little bit down the right path yeah but but i was gonna say they're an injury from one of these big guys away from like being super exposed and we just got stan which doesn't hurt as much because dh but it's still a bummer Donaldson's coming back. I don't know if that helps or hurts. We'll see what he's looking like. I don't like that they're going to throw him back in the five hole because I've loved the lineup with Glaber in the five hole or even even DJ in five and Volpe leading off today. Like my my top three lineups, I don't think include Donaldson in the five hole, but I think Wednesday that he's just going to be back there, and I don't like that. So yeah, that's kind of the I, the groundskeeping of it all. We should uh. I'd love to know from Boone, like, God, like, you have a nice built-in excuse. Like, Josh is working his way back. Let's bat him down in the lineup. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, you're demoting a veteran player because the Yankees hate that for whatever reason. But, yeah, man, I, I need our guys in those top five slots. I agree. I agree. Um... It looks like I killed a northern giant hornet. Okay. Are those common in Jersey? That's what I looked up. And hornets Canada, are typically really Vancouver mean Island. Too. Maybe not. It looks like it though. Should I talk in this voice instead? A hopeful boy? <laughs> Murder hornet, maybe? That's a terrible name. Yeah, I hope you don't have Oh, remember when hornet. those were coming? Ugh, that dude, one what was that? If another one pops out, I'm... I don't know where it came from. Does that mean there's a nest in my basement ceiling? It doesn't mean that, but it means it's likely. It could just be. That was a, someone said that was a yellow jacket. Wasn't a bee. I don't know what any of this means. Are those different? True question. They're all <laughs> the know. same. They're all bees. I don't know. Um, all right, let's let's get into the burns, which are brought to you by. A new sponsor with us, Roan. And they are helping guys out with a very thing that I hate, which is being comfortable on the commute. Mm. So if I got to go to like Easter last week and I got to dress kind of nice for it, if it's a, you know, 45 minute hour drive to my aunt's house, I'm wearing other clothes in the car. And then when we park the Mm. car, then I'm putting on my like dressy shirts or like, okay, I'm taking off my pant, my shorts and putting on my pants. I'm not getting dressed nicely. And then doing the commute because I hate being uncomfortable. And that's exactly what they're solving, Jake. They have a commuter collection, the most comfortable, breathable, and flexible set of products known to man. Mm. Own helps you get ready for any occasion with the commuter collection, which offers the most comfortable pants. Uh, they have four-way stretch fabrics. They provide breathability and flexibility. Leaves you free to enjoy what life throws your way. Feel confident without the hassle. Also, wrinkle release technology. Interesting. 
Wrinkles disappear as you stretch and wear the products. Mm. That's unbelievable. Head to Roan, R-H-O-N-E dot com slash Yanks. Use promo code Yanks to save 20% off your entire order. That's 20% off your entire order when you head to R-H-O-N-E dot com slash Yanks and use code Yanks. Mm. I mean, game one burn, and then we just like DJ scratch it and fuck right on to game two. I thought about just starting with game two and doing that as <laughs> a game one burn, but I got, I got a little bit. Okay, here we go. The twins come to the boogie down Bronx for four and the score most runs <laughs> against the Yankees in the first inning in 23 years. Rizzo rakes two homers for him. Burrito, Brewer, Hamilton, Cordero, Cy KF. Yanks lose 11 2 final. All right. Yeah, this game stunk. Stunk. Mostly because of all the runs Burrito allowed. Instant loss. I mean, historic. Like, historic. Interested to see how he responds, right? Yeah. And and if he was tipping, uh, I don't know. Some people sent in videos saying that it was this or that, but um, but I looked at it and I don't think it was this or that. Like they they had yeah. examples where he was doing it. And like, well, he did it on a fastball there. I'm like, well, you know, um, but they didn't swing and miss at a fastball. But his fastball was just like in the zone and flat, uh, because they were swinging and missing at the other pitches, right. Usually, you have a selection of pitches you don't chase if you have a tip, you know? And, I mean, they hit Brewer right after that you're like, holy crap. Um, so, it's probably a little bit of combo. They might have had something or a little something, but they were also just hitting everything. Oh, I wonder if it was a catcher tip. Okay. In the first. You know, sometimes catchers sure. will... Mom, no, but they're using Pitchcom, right? So I guess not. Yeah, I mean, technically you could still tip a pitch that way. Like, I don't know. If if a catcher did something every time after they call fastball, if they pop their mitt or something, like there's ways catchers can tip pitches. Yeah. Someone in the chat told me to check my walls, which I think I have to do. Oh, God. That stinks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Does stink. Just like this game. But Rizzo hit a home run because he's hot. Two. But most importantly, the one at the end of the game. Make it 11 to two. Yeah. I mean, genuinely, with how bad the start that is, like, it's one of the most unnoticed two homer Yankee games ever. <laughs> ever. Uh, ever. I mean, I didn't watch the bottom of the ninth. Why is that? They were losing by a lot. I don't think I watched Guy KF pitch either. Hey, I think I went to sleep. Good for the pitch clock. Because, man, yeah. otherwise that game can go, you know, four hours. So I, I like that. Yeah. All right. And enough of that game. Enough of that game. Boo. I mean, that game was two hours and 20 minutes. 
I think so, dude. I thought, yeah, no, I'm I looking at official clock on that one. Wow, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, the Yankees won the fourth, four through nine. They won the game. Ooh, okay. Momentum in the game too. Hell yeah. I think I might have found a good talking lane, like this voice. Okay. Okay. Game two? Game two. Let's burn it. This land. Nope. This land is your land. This land is Varland. As Louie takes the pill for Minnesota. As Nestor would try to clean up the mess from yesterday's burrito. Bottom one, Vamo Volpe, leadoff homer for Yankees and his career. Jealous Judge, mad at the spotlight being taken. He homers two, two batters, two O Yanks. It'd stay that way until the sixth. Nestor was nasty, but mama, there's the bad man. Correa homer, two to one, but it's time to hit the music, Giancarlo. (laughs) Te quiero, bullet homers, it's 3-1. We're having fun, aren't we? Oh, no. Vampire loss as Garlic gets the Yanks, and then Correa continues to suck our blood. Yanks lose 4-3 for what? I don't know, man. Your voice sounds pretty bad. It sounds as bad as it's ever sounded. I, does it hurt you physically? It's, it, does, it sounds like um, you, you shouldn't be doing this. It's yes and no. Bit. Yes and no. I mean, I thought about bailing, but I don't know. My body feels good. It's just my heart. Bail on something tomorrow. Uh, We'll see. I'll be better. It always gets better. Before the storm, Uh, I was at this game. Me and Katie had a little date night. Nice. First time in a while. I was at this game. Two hours, eleven minutes long. Beautiful weather. Yanks are up two nothing. You win big on your bet. Yeah. Um. And then the big decision, which I think everyone is the talking point, which is um having Holmes pitch the eighth instead of the ninth to get the the nine hole hitter and then Buxton and Correa. And it just got, it completely doesn't work. So one, we we were told by Boone this was what he was going to do, that he wasn't going to use like a typical closer lane yeah. and that he was going to do this. And then he does it. I saw a lot of people saying they love the concept of it. Right. Um, concept of it is okay. What do you, what do you got on that? Well, it doesn't work out. Uh, there's the concept of it and then there's execution, right? Like, in a way, we've asked for this. You know, having a ninth inning only closer can be restricting to your team. We saw it with Chapman, uh, while these other bullpens had a little more versatility, right? So, <clears throat> if it worked, what would we be saying? Like, we like it. He attacked the situation with Holmes, right? But it didn't. And so, I think we're uneasy about it. I'm uneasy about Holmes. I don't That's think fair. he's top dog. That's fair. Like, that's where I that's where I'm kind of was confused last year when they were like, yep, he's our closer. He's got the spot no matter what. And I, I felt like they rushed into that 
And when the bullpen is fully healthy, like if the Weisig is back, if Canely's back, if Wandy's still pitching really well, yeah. Um, if Kinger returns to form, I'm Clay's not the best of that group in any situation at any time. If Clay's rolling, right, and like throwing strikes, but even that, even last episode when he got the save to win the series against the um. Phillies? Was that the last one? Who was it? Wednesday. Uh, not the Phillies. They just no, played um, the Guardians. Guardians. I mean, he had to... It was a shaky ending of the game, and he had to go to the slider three times, which is cool that he was able to do that and had the second pitch, but it's also not what you want. Right. Um, I don't know. This this Clay's making me run into, like, just, just closer theories. Mm. Like... Can you have two pitches that move that much and be consistent? Right. Because every time I think of a good closer, it's a fastball and one pitch that moves. With Clay, he's got two pitches that move like 20 inches. I'm like, I just, it seems like that's a tough thing to do consistently is to always have those on. Yeah. Where it's, it's tough because you don't. Like in that situation, you're penalizing Clay for having such a good sinker. <laughs> like in theory, that shouldn't be the problem. But um, I, I don't know. I, I think it all comes back to that pitch because, like, that's what made him dominant. Uh, and yeah, if he can't throw it for a strike or, you know, that slider works best to get them off the scent because we've seen lefties go with that sinker because it runs towards the fat part of the bat. So you need some sort of balance. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you. Like, when Clay is nasty, run it. But, I mean, right now, if you had to, you know, if I needed someone to pitch to get my voice back, I'd pick King or Wandy out of the pen before Clay easily. Yeah. So it was like, you know, when Chapman was looking great in his final years, we were like, yeah, use him in the best lane ever. And now it's like they're doing that, but it's like, well, wait, hold up. This guy's not the same. He, it would be cool if he is that, but right now we probably shouldn't be treating him like he is that. Yeah. Okay. That's how I felt about it. I think that's like, I like, I like using your best spot, best guy in the best lane. I just don't know if he's right now, hands down the best guy. I mean, I, I think Wandy has been better this season. Wandy hasn't given up a run yet. And he, he just makes everything look very easy. I know he's a, he's a character of all characters, but like he's been lights out. Yeah, when I go to games, I like watching the stuff they don't usually show you on TV. And when Wandy was on the mound and he got the last out of the inning and all the guys are running in, he just stands at the stop st- top step and just slaps them on their ass so hard. I was telling Katie, I was like, watch, like, that he does something silly here. And Judge was one of the last ones. Like, is he going to do it to Judge? Like, you know, does he, like, you right. know, he's the captain, top dog, right. whatever. Is he going to go a little lighter? No, same big old glove slap on the ass. Um, it's like a little too big, you know, Oh, not, really? not, yeah, like hard, like don't do that to judgy. Uh, no, I think you do it to everyone, but okay. it's like, 
Uh, most everyone else that does that does it uh, two notches lower. Gotcha. In firmness. Firmness. Yeah. Volpe leadoff hits his first homer in this game. Maybe that gets talked about later in the show. Yeah. But that was cool. Uh, back they go to back, back to back. Yeah. I you mean, think like this is something. There's just it's a scary moment when you're like, okay, you know, we've been walking this tightrope act a little bit of like, you know, juggling the bullpen, juggling in injuries, winning games we need to to not lose a series. And then you're like, oh crap, like the Yankees really tried to win this game and they did everything to win. And now you've got two weekend games to either like <laughs> have a sad app or not. And good news is kind of no. Game three? Game three. Are you going to be okay to do this? Uh, <laughs> Domingo on Sabato. Herman would take on the Twins while the offense was hoping to pop some Molly to get Big Tyler sweating bottom two. I'm sicker than your average. I love it when you call me Hig Papa to run homer for the Higster. HR Tony Rizzo. That's the anthem. Get your damn hands up. DJ 26 spins an RBI single. It's 4 nothing Yanks through five. Domingo was dealing perfect through five. His final line, 6.1. One of the runs, 11 Ks. What a performance. Stanton almost hits the music, but he hits the wall. Two-run double, pulls up lame. Only low light from this one as the Yankees... Vermont <laughs> to King. Nice. Yanks win. 6-1 final. My goodness, man. Like, do I go see a doctor? What do they say? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Your voice is terrible. Good burn, though. Thank you. Good game. It's a good game. A lot of drama in this game. Yeah. Uh, weird drama. A lot of people saying that I won't do a breakdown on it because I'm I never say anything bad about the Yankees. Right. So I said, listen to this show where I talk about them all the time, <laughs> where I express my opinion on the Yankees. Um, yeah. Hey, Rocco needed this from Herman, right? I mean, what a what an outing! He looked awesome, big time, big time. I mean, this was his third start. And with what Clark's been doing and what Herman had done, this was massive. Massive. As far as the lineup for this one, DJ comes back and um, Volpe goes back to the nine hole. And I was wondering if, you know, after the two good job times in the leadoff, if they were going to throw him way back there. And they did. Right. And that's fine. Um, the hits were spread out for the Yanks. I think uh, there was no one had two hits and Volpe had two walks as yeah. well as judge. Um, I think that's his first time having Volpe getting on base three times in a game. Yeah. And he, uh, what, three steals? Yep. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. We, I don't know. What what did you think about Kinger? 2.2 from King. He throws 38 pitches, two strikeouts, two hits, 
I think I think when he first came out, it looked a little shaky, and then he settled in. Yeah, he technically gives up Domingo's run and the inherited runner scores, but I mean, hey, they they gave him the pill and they said go finish the game, and he did. And like, oh, it was the double play that helped him out a ton when in his first inning. That was a hot shot um, right at Glaber, yeah. who turned and got it to uh, Volpe to turn it. Yep. That was a nice double play to Ke- end that inning. Kepler, Kepler hit that. Yeah. And then, and then ground out to him, line out, strike out, looking at it here, because then it did settle down a little bit. Yeah, eight, Volpe, eight ninth, six up, six down. And he went through the Correa Buxton Larnach. Mm. Larnack. Larnack. Bad name. Every time I see that, I'm like, that's such a bad name. Larnack. Awful last name. Yeah. It reminds me of um, the pie-eating competition in Stand By Me. Was his name Lardmouth? (laughs) I don't know. I'd ask you. I think his name's Lardbud or Lardmouth. (laughs) It's an ugly name. (laughs) Yeah. I sound like I should be named Trevor Larnack right now. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Lardass. It was worse than everything I said. Lardass. It was uh, Lardass was his name. Higgy. Yankees need this win. Herman, do you want to talk about rosin stuff now, or do you, are we saving it for awards? We can do it now, unless you want to save it for I'd, an award. I'd, I'd run it. I'm going to make the breakdown on it. It's kind of boring because all the – two managers and the umpire came out and said exactly what happened. And um, Domingo Herman uses rosin, but he doesn't use the rosin on the mound because the pitch clock and stuff. Now he uses a rosin bag that's in the dugout. So when he left the mound, the umpire said, touch his hand and felt like the stickiness. And there is a point where the sweat and, and rosin can get, too tacky and the umpire can say like that's too much i believe it's up to the ump's discretion okay um so the ump touches his hand and he immediately says you using rosin and domingo says yeah and he says all right you need to wipe that off before you come back on like it's a little too much like start fresh the next inning use the rosin on the mound let's not keep compounding on your hand basically was the message um so he goes and washes his hands but then he hits the rosin in the dugout before he takes the field because that's what he—that's his routine. Right. And the umpire's like, I told you to wash it off. And the umpire's report says there was still like some on his pinky of like excess. So not the best hand washing job. Um, and there and he explains with the interpreter and Boone like he hits it on there. Like he uses the rosin on the dugout right. before he goes out, not in between pitches. And then they kind of take that into account. And then they say, all right, well, the rest of the game, you have to use it on the mound, not in there. You lost the privilege. Yeah, because they showed him after like the sixth inning coming out and showing his hands and the umpire said, perfect. And they laughed about it like, good job. <laughs> they used the rosin on the mound. Um, but from Rocco Baldelli's side of things, right? the way he is watching and, and and hearing it is that the umpire said, clean your hands and he didn't clean his hands and he thinks it should be black and white. You're gone. You were told to do something. Right. You didn't, you did not comply. 
you should not be allowed to take the mound anymore. Like in Rocco Baldelli's mind, he and it was a very thought out post game by him. He was saying the umpire deemed he had a little too much rosin on his hands and didn't like it. Told him to wash it off. He didn't wash it off. That should be an that should mean he can't pitch anymore and he's ejected. God. But it is up to the ump's discretion. So the umps and everyone said it was rosin, which is legal, but it could be a lot of rosin. The one thing is, you know, his curveball was down on the RPM and and the numbers on the spin rate. I saw some people using these numbers and they're they're like, don't know what the numbers mean, I guess, because there was like 34 RPM, which is nothing. Yeah, like not like nothing. Be like comparing. That's um, not statistically significant. Yes, you would. It's not enough. And then they were like, his sinker RPM went up on his sinker, and it's like, well, that's a pitch where you want very little RPM. You don't want a lot of spin rate on a sinker. You want a little bit. Uh, that's why, you know, when Mike King was asked about pine tree, he's like, well, I throw a two seam, right. so I've never had to use it because it wouldn't help me. Um, basically, Domingo's got to learn to wash his hands better. Yeah, there's there's a lot of gray area, right? Like, okay, the umpire has to decide what's too much rosin. So we cross that bridge. And now <laughs> how you how you counter Rocco's case, you'd be like, well, you know, how, <laughs> to be black and white when we're talking washing hands is tough. Um, yeah. like sorry Domingo wasn't better at washing his hands. Um I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of people were hunting the click cuz people love sticky stuff. Um, people love the Yankees and yeah, people were posting like 34 RPMs down and like just a big down arrow. And it's like, well, that's, that's not how this works. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's tough. That, like saying that that's like saying, um, the weather dropped from 87 to 86 degrees. Right. So now it's cold. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, it's tough that it pairs with a 6.1. 11 strikeout game. <laughs> Boy, it was perfect. I know. Start a perfect game. I know. So, um, but yeah, he was, he did have good control. I mean, to, to strike out 11 with 78 pitches is pretty near impossible. Like you, you gotta be in control. And he was, Yeah. Someone in the chat just asked, well, like they said, just wondering what is um, significant. Right. If you want to look at that stuff and um, you can pull up some. It's like 15 or like 150, maybe. Yeah, I was going to say 200 off the top of my head. I think each pitch where I was. fluctuates a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I think once you get to like 200 RPM, it's like, oh, that's. He jumped. That changes the pitch. Yeah, yeah, probably two hundred. Yeah, like a like a fourteen hundred to like a sixteen hundred. That'd be a huge jump. Yeah, for a fastball. Other pitches are different. Um, like in this game, Cole's slider was up forty eight, and his knuckle curve was up sixty nine, and his fastball was up fourteen. Like none of those are anything. And guess what? I, it seemed like a day where Garrett Cole had his his good stuff. So maybe it slightly ticked up, but nothing. It's within the normal yeah. range, standard deviation. Yes. Yeah, I mean, 
Cole said like his command when your command's good, it's going right where you want it. Probably got a tighter spin to it. I like that theory. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. Anything else about game three? It was a very simple one. I like these simple ones that we're having in wins. We're one pitcher, one reliever. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, game four gets even easier. Boone's quote. It, it was basically wash your hands. It's a good abbreviation. Yeah. It's a lot of weird nuance to it. Everyone was super open in their post game, which was, which was good. Um, yeah. All right, game four. Game four. Yanks, they can't lose the series. It's not allowed. We don't lose series. Former Yankee great Pablo Lopez takes on the pinstripes versus Garrett J. Cole as he try to work out a series split with Minnie. Bottom three, the machine. DJ, RBI single. Bottom six, a DJ spin that back a Sunday afternoon on the porch, and it's 2 nothing bombers, and man... The Twins must have been naughty because it was all Cole. Complete game shutout for the Yankee ace. Nine innings pitch, zero earned runs, two hits, 10 Ks. The stakes, yeah, hi. He enjoys them. Yanks win the final two games to split the series as they take the last game. Two, nothing final. Let's go, Yanks. Go, Yankees, go. GYG. Yeah, hi. I enjoy them. A lot of the stuff from this game, I think, is going to straight up uh, be talked about in awards. So let's just skip right to awards, which are brought to you by DraftKings. And I, oh my God, listen, screw whatever read they want me to say. Mm. I made, I made with my micro betting, I made good money on the Yanks in game three because I was sitting on the couch, kind of sick, like I told you already, and I was actively placing bets. And, I texted them to you, Jake. Yeah. Jake, you tipped me off to the bet that you won in game two. It's which is a great one. You just bet Yankees to win by two runs or more. Right. Plus plus one and a half. And if they take a two nothing lead early in the game, you cash out. Cash and out. You're you cash out decent money. Because you get good odds on it. So I don't know. We're we might be revolutionizing gambling. Honestly. I was doing this with Katie and I ordered us lunch and I was like, Katie, I just, I just won back lunch. It's Pretty easy. Bad. That's not bad. Yeah. I bet that, um, I bet a hundred dollars that they were going to win by two runs. They went up two nothing in the second inning or whatever it was. I cashed out 40 bucks. That's a winner. It's free money. This was on the DraftKings sports book. I bet that they would score the third run of the game. They did that. And I bet that Stan would have an RBI, and he did that. And then he got hurt, so maybe I jinxed him. So oh. it was DZ, and I enjoyed it. You could get started micro-betting uh, on DraftKings by placing a $5 pregame money line bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets. You take those $150 in bonus bets, and you just ride the cash-out wave with us. It's, uh, it's a pretty good time. So join the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app and sign up with Yanks. New customers can bet just $5 on any pregame money line and get $150 in bonus bets if their team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code Yikes. Mm. Someone in our live chat keeps leaving comments in, um, it's like Japanese, and I just like, I can't read them, but I want to read them so bad. Right. So, the first award we give out here, 
Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And since it's Sunday and I get to go first, uh, I'll do the honorable and the gentlemanly thing. Mm. And I will give Pride of the Yankees to Garrett Allen Cole. Great pick. Great pick. I think I think last um I think last episode when we were giving out awards, we, we kind of walked away like, dude, we didn't say anything about Cole. That's messed yeah. up. Um now I'm making up for that. Maybe he got upset. Uh four starts. What's his ERA? Zero seven nine or something like that now. Yeah, zero nine five, I think. Zero nine five in his last four starts. The Yankees have won all four starts that he's uh given them. They got a an off day tomorrow. I mean, no better way to go in the off day right. than not losing the series, saving your bullpen, uh, getting the thing done. And I just, man, he's smiling a lot. And BBD said he listened to the Yankees magazine podcast with where Cole admitted he's trying to not let little things bother him anymore and just smile. And we saw that happen today. Everyone noticed it. That's, yeah. that's a thing when, you know, Oswaldo makes that catch and Cole uh, smiles and the booth is like, look at Cole. Right. He's been chipper. And then in his post game, everyone's like, look at how happy Cole is. This is a guy who's been uh, the best at his craft probably his whole life. And we're all commenting on. And he looks happy, too. Hmm. That's how unhappy he used to look. Man, I I think we've now known Garrett Cole since he was 29 the Yankees sign him uh, before the 2020 season. Did he didn't have a kid yet, right? Like I, I, I think I think like around like the press conference, yeah. they said like, hey, "We're having a baby." Um, this is a different Garrett Cole than first came over, and we were like, "Kind of who is this?" Like, kind of nutty professor, white whale pitcher, and guess what? That's still there because his windup is so easy. I, I was blown away today at how easy his windup is. Um, and man, his personality over these four years, he's changed. Um, and I think for the better. And I don't know if it's age or children or baseball or all of it, but it's noticeable and it's kind of why we started falling in love with him. Like head over heels last year. I have a question. Do you think sure. the sticky stuff ban and and him doing this post that when he kind of became the the centerfold of that problem mm. and now he's proving that he can pitch without it and the, the spin rates down from where it was? I got to check that. Do you think that's like a little more easy going on his shoulders as well as the big contract, the wife, the kids, um, a home, like being in the same spot for a while? I don't know. There's a lot of things going on that could lead to it. I don't hate that. I mean, you know, I I think if you're Garrett Cole, you were using sticky stuff because everyone was using sticky stuff that he also could be like laughing that like, hey, like I'm (laughs) I can still pitch really good without that. Um, And and maybe that's where we get uh, a little bit of that fun Garrett Cole personality. I'm a for it. It's a, it's a fun way to lead the team. 
And yeah, I think last year it showed up the biggest when they were losing in August. He was the only one that was still not the only one. I shouldn't say that, but he was funny, like in, and brought levity to a yeah. terrible month of baseball. Um, and gave me one of my favorite quotes, the, uh, you know, good collective buy-in yeah. on bubblegum. Hey man, he, uh, we kind of, we also wrote it off because he's a little bit of a weird guy because he brought the poster to the press conference and it was a whole thing. And, you know, like, I don't know, Garrett Cole, like, grew up kind of like in the Yankees. Uh, and he's yeah, but now ace. Volpe's on the team, like, right. everyone else is out. I know, but, like, when you remember, it turned my head last year when he answered the Ron Guidry call. And he was very genuine. Like, I thought it was going to be like, hey, you you pass Ron Guidry. Here he is, Garrett. And he, he'd just be like, hey, Ron, thanks, man. He was like, Garrett was kind of emotional. It was kind of cool. Yeah. Likes being a Yankee. He's really good. Hasn't given up a homer yet this year. No way. I didn't know that. How about that, Jim? I guess, yeah. Wow. Did you knock on wood? Uh, accidentally, my ring hit the wood. I dare you to say that to Boone. My Oops. ring hit hmm. the wood. And it I dare you to open noise. up our conversation with Boone. Do you know Garrett doesn't give him a home run yet? All right. <laughs> see see how mad we can get him at baseball jinxes? Out yet? Labor popped out, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. We yeah. blew it. Who's your pride of the Yankees? Well... Jimbo, I, I think luckily for everyone, I'll be high and tight. Uh, I'm going Domingo Herman. Uh, hey, he's on this team. Uh, we've had a lot of conversations about it. There's been a lot of times where we were like, how have the Yankees not moved on for a lot of different reasons? Um, he's on this team. He twirled a gem. He looked nasty. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it. it was – it changed this whole series, right? Like, down 2-0, if Domingo threw a dud out there, my goodness, we'd, yeah. we'd be questioning everything. We'd, we would hate, <laughs> like, Johnny Burrito. We've been in love with Johnny Burrito, but now there's some serious questions. Clark, there's been questions. Domingo, questionable, and then he does this. So he's kind of good for a minute. So, uh I'll give it to Herman. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you hope you can, you know, beyond the off the off the field stuff that is something you can never root for or whatever. And and he did a lot of interviews. We talked about it earlier this year about um addressing that and saying the maturity and growing and trying to be a new person and all that. And I don't know. I don't know the guy. I never have. On the field, that was pretty dominant, and I like the way he handled the wash your hand stuff. He was smiling. He went out there. He wasn't really phased by all of it, and uh, seeing like Rocco get ejected and making a big deal out of it, he seemed kind of cool uh, throughout it. And then, yeah, you needed a big outing because right now there's the staff is still light, incredibly I mean, light. We uh, <laughs> like, you know, Brewer died for burrito since tough. Yeah. He was he wasn't gonna last long anyway, but yeah. Next up, yes. it's a bad bad award. You Yankee motherfucker. Mm. Uh short and quick. 
another very easy one for me on this Sunday. I'm just getting chalk picks. I'll go Johnny Brito. Yeah. That was bad. That was bad. That was uh, real bad. That was bad. 0.27 really earned runs. It's really bad. Not good. So he's my MFer. And that's all. I don't even think we need to talk about that. Like, okay, you get another start because your first couple earned you another start, but mm-hmm. now you've got all our attention. Yeah, I mean, how <sighs> it's tough being a young ball player, man. How how big is his next start <laughs> for how Yankee fans view him? Who's he gonna be facing? Um, it's gotta be it's got to be in this series, the right? Angels. So it'll be the Angels. They can, they can hit a little bit. All right. Yeah. Tough for the kid. We all saw what happened. Maybe maybe he'll be fresh only through 34 pitches. Yep. Sure. I like that spin. Sure. Um, that was, was your MF? That was a good MF, Jim. Um,. I will go with uh, man. You know what? I'll I'll uh, I'm between two guys. I'll go Glaber. It's he had a tough series. I, I know he's earned to not have it. I know, but. It was either in my head like him or Hicks, and I I can't even stomach it right now. So like, Clay, watch the game we should have won. Clay kind of likes getting MFers though, like he wants that to fuel him. So uh, he was he was pretty lost uh, in today's game, uh, and even his one hit was that one that went under the first baseman's glove. So he. He could have very easily been 0 for 14 this series. Um, and, yeah, you're right. He's he's earned a lot of leash, but uh, some tough ABs today. I was looking. I was deep diving into Glaber uh, because that ball goes under uh, the first baseman's glove. He gets a hit. Michael Taylor made a nice diving play on a ball to center field that didn't get made in Cleveland when they played the Guardians. Um, Straw missed it. Mild flaws. And um, he's had a lot of really weak hits because he's bat to ball Glaber. Like his his um, chase rate is relatively the same as last year, but his chase contact is way higher. Uh, it's like um, higher than MLB average too. So he's swinging, and it's I, I believe it's because he's not taking his home runner bus swing because with the shift regulations and new baseball, you can get rewarded for just putting right. the ball in play. And and some didn't go his way this series that went his way the last couple series because it was thinking like he's had some solid hits for sure. Um, his homers have been short porch jobs. He had a couple hits over the outfielders, but most of his hits, uh, majority, are in front of the outfielders. And it's because he's he's like going bat to ball skill. Right. So when that one got past the first baseman, I was like, oh. And then I I looked it up and. Yeah, Michael Taylor made a nice running play. So I think if that falls, and there was another one, um, but yeah, he's had a bunch. He had, you know, one of his hits was off of uh, Taiwan Walker's glove that he botched, and then he went. So I don't know if that's a good or bad thing on Glaber, but I, it's a different approach that I appreciate. He's putting the ball in play. Hey man, I I know analytics don't love this, but 
it's, you know, a hundred years of baseball, they used to say, put the ball in play, good things happen. And uh, I, I believe in that in some spirit, you know. You didn't want to go Holmes? Could have went Holmes. Uh, the chat wanted me to go Holmes. I, I don't know. I mean, so I, I thought. I like. <laughs> again, maybe this is even more rude, but like, I was more surprised by Glaber's performance than Clay's. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess so. I guess that's more rude. It's a little more rude. I don't. Clay's got one already. Disagree with you. Clay's Clay's whip. When you know a little bit, a little bit Chad Green effect. Like when Clay Holmes blows one, it's gonna be in a big moment and it's gonna stand out more. Um. Sure. I just don't think he's looked sharp. I mean, coming off the Guardians one. Yeah, two walks. That in was that the last appearance. two. Two walks, yeah, 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 and a hit by pitch in that one. Yeah. All right, all right. Well, last up, mm. regular old awards, which are brought to you by MLB Nine Innings. Mm. Nine MLB Nine Innings has a wide variety of game modes, from league mode. You play through a season uh, to live player versus player. Jake hit a home run with Aaron Judge, uh, his very first attempt on this very show. They have over 2,000 player cards to collect and use your dream roster. The most up-to-date rosters, team logos, ballparks, and uniforms, and they're introducing new historic players to MLB 9-inning roster. Mm. Larry Walker, Walter Johnson, Hank Aaron, Mike Schmidt, Trevor Hoffman, Jackie Robinson, Roberto Clemente, Jim Tomei, Dyke Gab, Carl Hubble, and Lefty Grove. Oof. Jake loves playing this game, and so will you. Download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 today with the link in the description. I just, MLB 9 Innings 23. I just flew out to write with Oswaldo. And then IKF just flew out to write, too. So, tough. 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 What's your, uh, what's your first award? I'm going to give out the Wandy Mode Award. And I get to guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're going to call me old-fashioned, but I'll I'll guess Wandy. Come on. Are you serious? Why would I do that? It's not Wandy. It's oh. wrong. Do you want another guess? Damn it. You think I'm just going to give you a layup? I hate when voice? you give me the bonus guess. No. I'm banning bonus guesses. It goes to Volpe. Oh, yeah. I think this kid likes high leverage. Mm. I mean, think about, like, the opening series. He got two hits. He got on base. Eyes were on him. Then it settles down, goes on the road trip. It's not looking great. They put him lead off. Pops one off the wall. They put him lead off again. Hits a homer. Um, they put him lead off again. Two hits, a walk, stolen bases. I think this kid's got a little wandy in him. We're like, oh, games that don't matter? Not interested. Every game I've played my whole life has been an attempt to get to the big leagues, and I've right. been like, they've mattered. So I don't know. Just a little theory I'm running by by you. 
But it seems like this kid likes when things matter. Spring training competition. Oh, Peraza's called up. I'll get on base three out of four times today. Competition's back on. That's how I see it. Mm. I'll steal 7,000 bases. I mean, he stole four bases this series. He had a 333 batting average this series in the four games, 467 on base in this series. He's uh three walks, four hits, seven stolen bases on the year. Uh, so that's on pace for quick math, BBD. Sorry, I wasn't uh, listening. Stan has a grade two uh, string. Grade two hammy string. Uh, Volpe's nice. on, on track for like 70 steals this year. We'll see if that keeps up. Um, the crazy part is it could. <laughs> like normally we would tell you, you know, uh, I don't think Higgy's going to hit 70 homers this year. Maybe he does, but um, the kid might swipe that many backs. He's done it in the minors. Uh, and yeah, Paul O'Neill. Jack Curry, they were all on. It's looking a little more comfy, huh? Like the light bulb's starting to click a little more that there might be a Volpe wave coming that would be pretty pretty exciting. The swings are looking better. Uh, and, yeah, I think the kid likes a moment, Jim. Yeah, I went to baseball reference. Beavis, I still got the logo on my face. Oh, oh my bad. Tough. Bad. Bad. Um, I looked at baseball reference leverage, which I don't love, but I'll – I'll share it with you guys if sure. you're interested. Uh, he hasn't had he has had three plate appearances in high leverage, according to this, two strikeouts, and an out, ah. zero for three. Yeah, but he's had 34 plate appearances in low leverage, and the numbers aren't great at all. He's had 14 plate appearances in medium leverage, and he's got a 978 OPS compared to his 538 in low leverage. Those numbers that I read mean nothing, nothing. and shouldn't be thought about. But they support uh, the theory I'm presenting slightly, so I shared them. Right. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, do we need to talk about him uh, smiling in the press conference? I, I know some people wanted to treat that very Yankee-like, like they lost, um, but he hit his first homer. He had like a smiley, happy first homer presser, and some people were like, hey, man, the Yankees lost. Do you care at all? More than I want to. Okay. I um, love it, Jim. I love it. I don't care. But would I have would I have loved it? Right. If he wasn't smiling. Yeah. You we both would have. If he wasn't smiling and he said something like I don't care. We lost. Right. Wish it would would have been better if we won. I would have loved it. I would have retweeted that. I would have talked about it. I would have brought it up as a award. I would have loved it. He's smiling. Happy for him. He's a kid. He's playing for his team of his life. He deserves to be happy, and he deserves deserves a smile. Um, and it's just like nothing of note. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not mad, but I would have loved the competitor in him if he was like, "Fuck that! Don't give a shit. Right? Just want to win the game." Um. But it's not upset. It's just I, I would have promoted the other as like, yeah. Um, so I guess and and I fully understand people don't have the same thought process. So I'm not like harping on him at all yeah. or anything. But no, uh, it's it's he's yank. very he's a very smiley kid, um, <laughs> like very smiley. He's a kid who's playing like he's he's still living a dream right now. I uh, 
And the thing about his smile, and hey, maybe we're going too far, maybe we're not. Um, if he is who he is, who we've seen some signs of, man, that smile is going to be iconic. So I get it. Everything you just said, I kind of echo. But I think he's a smiley guy, and I think we're going to see that smile a lot for the next 15 years. So I'm, uh, I'm good with all of it. Yeah. What about Sterling's call? I mean, that's it's what I thought it was going to be. That's what I treated. Everyone predicted that one. I don't know, man. I uh, to get into John Sterling's head to let him know that, like, hey, this could be the next great Yankee, and your call is going to be a part of their life. And he hits them with that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I wonder if we're in an era of like, you know, well, those those calls don't stick. <laughs> Funny guy. But did they ask Volpe if he liked it? Um, I don't know. I didn't see I that. certainly didn't see a quote. Because, I mean, Volpe's a Yankees guy, right? So he had to be excited a little bit. For sure. He has a text chat with his friends, that are, and he's like, what the fuck does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> but that's all. I mean, that's John Sterling, you know? Yep. At least this right. Italian call is for a player that is Italian. So that's So that's a step in the right direction. Nailed that part. He doesn't give a shit. Research that. <laughs> That's uh, just happenstance. All right, Jay, what's your first award? Jimbo, uh, I'm going to give the play to your number award. Rizzo. It is not going no. to Anthony Franchi. Rizzo. It's not going. Uh, it's not going to Franchi. And it's not going to Rizzo? And it's not going to Rizzo. Give up. It is going to Aaron Judge, if you're familiar with him, Jim. He had a 45-game on base streak that came to an end. Um, hey, great streak. Snaps for Judge. We love that. Um, guess how many streaks. I'm with, uh, with O'Neal, that m- multiple season streaks. <laughs> Guess how many streaks during the live ball era have gone 45 games or longer? Uh, 99. 99, Jim. Played to his number. (laughs) What is this award? Is this just a, a fun stat you found that you want to talk about? Jim, we talk about the Yankees. Yes, that's the whole show. Okay, His um, so 98, 98 other guys, nine, it happened 98 other times, and now it's 99? Yes, and that's the number he wears. Cool. Good stuff. Full tilt. Happened this series, the whole show. It ended this series. Right. Yeah. What did he do this series? I don't even know. Aaron kind of a Judge. blind spot. Oh, not great. Yeah. Three walks. Three walks, one RBI, two hits. 
Three runs. We like that. Yeah. For Aaron Judge, that's not just not what we've come to expect from him. Um Ooh. You got two your, guys I wanna okay. I wanna chat. What? Your last and final award. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Thinking. You the gonna B A A award. You gonna give out your first double of the year? No, I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't compare them. I only do that when I'm the last. The be an athlete award. I'm excited that you're going to talk about Jose Trevino. I'm not I'm talking about um, Nestor Cortez because uh, I just think he needs to be talked about. He made a another play, yeah. off the mound, um, where he got it done, and I just always scream in my head under this body there is an athlete. I know we sell shirts that have that on there, but also just. An awesome phrase that he said once and has stuck with me. Yeah. And um the Nestor roller coaster is still going, man. I mean, he's nasty. He didn't even do, you know, I was trying to get Katie uh's attention. Like, hey, well, you know, watch if he does any trick. He didn't do any trickery on the mound, really. Yeah. He just he was just a straight up pitcher dealing. <laughs> Hitting you on the inside, outside, up, down, the curve. Um Got a lot going, and uh, the home run was like a it was a porch job. I think it was a unicorn by Correa, which I'm not upset about, but right. I do think that helps Nestor's case and how he pitched. Um, Seven innings, man, uh, and a lot of series that could get you a pride. Uh, ERA sitting at two six uh, and three good starts. I'm mad that he doesn't get a win in his win loss column because I'm going to ride that bet all year, but. Um, yeah, dude. Nestor. Yeah, but I mean, after 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 Brito goes. 0.2. Right. You need the next guy to go deep. And then it starts a train where you went, all right, Nestor goes seven, Domingo 6.1, Cole goes nine. Like, let's keep it going. But, man, he's fun to watch. The pitch clock, he was quick. Uh, you know, he never really – never. It, he was one of the ones that was around the time anyway. But, like, watching it in person, it didn't seem like it was even something that was going to come up. He makes plays, man. He'd be a great warehouse athlete. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Creative. Agile. What was that play? Did he get hit in the bare hand? I'll rewatch it again. Because I was there. And I didn't show it on the, or if I they played it on the Jumbotron, I kind of missed it. Just a horrible Google by me. Oh. Just typed great. in Nestor play. Okay. What came up? I was uh, thinking about Nest, the name Nestor and Glaber and how uh, they're kind of weird names. Okay. They are. They are. I mean. I, I mean, Glaber's one of one. His parents said they named him something, a name they'd never heard before. Right. Nestor's a name, right? There's other Nestor's. Nestor's. A, yeah. I don't think that means it's a good name. There's been three Nestors that have played baseball. Nestor Cortez, Nestor Chavez, and Nestor Lambertus. Who's that guy? Played Stink. in 1929. Mm, was he good? Uh, he played one season, 23 games, uh, and he had a 306 batting average. So, 
Um, excuse me. He played baseball. He was on the Cuban Star East team. Um, All right. Good for him. So that's that's what I've got on him, I guess. I'm watching the single now. Nestor almost knocked it down, almost got there, but didn't. And then it was Edward Julian where Nestor kind of went down, got it. And he, like, shot put it to first. Oh, dude, Wandy, when he got the last out of the inning, he threw the ball to Rizzo so slow. Like, he intentionally picked up the ball and threw it to Rizzo to make the out. As slow as I've seen someone throw a ball and then stuck the landing. This was probably on TV where he, like, paused. Yes. And stuck the landing. And then Rizzo threw the ball back to him because the inning was over. And he immediately chucked it as hard as he could in the stance. And it was just, he's just a showman, ultimate showman. <laughs> yeah. Is he, I was going to say, is he a, he's like a throwback showman. Like that we would hear stories that people would talk about. And we're living it. We're living it every day with Wandy. Yes. All right. Your final award, James. Uh, my final award is the, uh, chaos is a ladder award. The chaos is a ladder. Chaos is a ladder. Uh, I feel like you're giving it to like Peraza. Ooh. You've been doing like future words, but I mean, if I had to get, if I had to name people, I think I would want you to be giving an award to, I'd just say DJ. Well, you guess Peraza it's DJ. Um, so no points in the ledger, unfortunately. Um, well, I think I said I, I, I want to guess Peraza, but, and then I guess DJ. I think you guess Peraza, and then you're like, well, you've been doing these future awards. I don't, we'll check the tapes. Um, yep. Check the ledger. James, DJ, who, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a DJ guy. I, I think he is the st- straw that stirs the drink a little bit. Um, oh, wow. In games he's played this year. Uh, the Yankees are eight and three uh, in games or games he's started. Excuse me. Uh, in the other games, the Yankees are two and three. So hey, small sample. Um, but uh, DJ was hitting the ball with crazy exit velo today. Every at bat, he looks great. And I think, like you've been alluding to, and we've seen in recent games, the Yankees' dream lineup no longer has DJ at the top of it. The Yankees want Anthony Volpe to be their leadoff man come October. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think that this one had to do with Stan being out. I think as soon as Donaldson's back, it's going to be DJ, uh, DJ Judge, Rizzo. DJ Judge, Rizzo. Glaber, Donaldson. Glaber four, Donaldson five. Again, I don't like that, but right. um, yeah, I I think I think the conversation I started and where you went to are slightly different. Like I I think the Yankees are still gonna run down about their dream lineup. I think their dream lineup come the end of the year. I I think it's April. Oh. They're they're still gonna mess around with Donaldson and all sorts of different rest days and lineups and mix it up. We we know that's what they do. Uh, I think with these Volpe leadoff games, I, I think they're showing their hand a little bit that they want him to be up there. 
well, they trust him up there. And if he stays getting on base the way he has, then absolutely, because the on base and the stolen base is amazing. If, he, um, if EJ can play at five hole without messing up other people, then yeah, definitely. Um, but it's just, what are they going to do with Donaldson? Because they want him five, but we'll see. See if they change that. What's uh, Volpe's on base after this game? Uh, three oh nine. But which is which isn't great, but it's it's over a hundred points higher than his batting average. So if the batting average climbs, that should climb too. Yeah, or I'm, the batting average will climb. That will level things out a little bit. But yeah, man, he uh, he's seeing pitches. It, it feels like. It's coming. Paulio's on it. Jack Curry's on it. Um, and, yeah, his speed at the top is menacing. Uh, I think a mistake got made to Judge today because they were thinking about Volpe on first and Judge just missed it as uh, that warning track ball. That, uh, yeah, and I think on top of that, we saw um, in the third inning when Rizzo scores on DJ's RBI single, we saw Rizzo uh, stay in on an outside curveball and flip it the other way. Um, and then Glaber comes up, who, tough series, but think about the at-bats he's been having. That, that Yankees middle of the lineup that they've wanted to retool from home run or bust, um, I, I think we saw a chunk of that today, and I think that's where they want to get. Yeah, I, Rizzo, Rizzo's been on fire. I mean, his batting average is awesome, and he's hit home runs as well. I mean, I don't know how sustainable it is, but anything close to that is going to be awesome. DJ even had a loud out to center in this yeah. game. Like, he's just making hard contact, which was great. Stan was, was fucking crushing the ball, but he's out for a month uh, now. And uh, if Volpe can get going, if Glaber can uh, get back to form, and this just as a one-off series, you do have a lot of more looks than you've had before with Rizzo, Rizzo really going back to just putting the ball in play, having great at-bats because the shift helps him. I mean, he had a single in this series. That is, is an absolute out in a game right. th- two that I was out, that I was at. Um, that they can find their way into a more balanced. I think it's more shift regulation that's leading them than anything else. Yeah. But that's what happened, and it's looking nice. I mean, Bader's going to come back too soon, so eventually that's a fun lineup. Yeah. Take Bader instead of Franchi. Some balls that I think outfielders catch that aren't being caught. Yeah. When's uh Bader's rehab games this week? Some, I think end of this week we're expecting. Who Could was in center field? Was it yesterday? Was uh, it Judge? Today was Judge. Yesterday was Judge. Yeah. The day before that was Judge. So I guess it had to be Judge. There's like a ball in center. And someone said, like, I think Bader catches that. I was like, yeah, I think so. And then there was a ball in left, the, the one of the first hit of Cole's game. Someone's like, do you think Oswaldo or someone else catches that? And I'm like, I don't know, because we just have this bad vibe around Hicks. Yeah. Um, he could be running full speed, and it would look like he's jogging, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of just always the way he's moved. He just 
He played that ball like it was batting practice. Yeah, it was. It was Garrett Garrett Cole's first hit he gave up today. Um, yeah, it lands in front of Hicks, and I I do think <laughs> it very much depends on where the outfield was outfielder was standing. Like I if yeah, if and, and I forget was, the if there's no outs, you want to just keep him on first. You don't want that ball to roll past you. But but that's where all our brain is going, right? right. And it's with, just like. With Hicks, I mean, you just can't grade him on a fair scale right now. Um, you know, all his last two strikeouts ended with him, like, throwing his helmet down at the plate that, um, yeah, man, Donaldson comes back soon. Bader, probably the next week. Um, you know, I, I know there's still some Willie Calhouns, and we're, we're, I think we're talking about it with Boone a little bit, but... Um, yeah, man. I mean, Hicks, Hicks is well, Peraza, tough. Peraza right down now. when Donaldson comes back, and then uh, Calhoun down when Bader comes. Probably back. Calhoun for Bader. That's what makes the most sense. Got a week to get hot, and then we'll. Franchi find out. goes to the bench. Get out. And then the infield ro- goes back to a rotation. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. FAF's on the team. That stuff's interesting. Well, next episode we'll talk to Booney about uh, his ejection, the pine tar yeah. rosin stuff, the Stan IL. I don't know. Tons of stuff. And probably something will happen on Tuesday. Or no, you know what? There's not a game until we talk to him, right? No game. We'll we'll see if any gossip leaks out between now and then. But yeah, no no game. So we'll be uh, fresh with That's Booney easy. with all uh, all of these thoughts. That's easier. Cool. Awesome. I gotta go check my whole uh, basement for bees. I guess I'm gonna go Probably search gonna for my voice. It. Thank, thanks to everyone yeah. that that had to listen to this. Got better as you went. I think you just got to talk talk through it. I just found a I found a better lane. This lane. It works. Oh Yanks! Tell them Grams. Oh Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.